0: You're listening to the Moon Griffon Show podcast on kpl 965com
1: News Talk 96.5 KPL, Bro Bridge, Lafayette. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Studios online at Matthew-James.com. Italia's weakening a bit.
2: I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News, a Category 2 hurricane now after hitting Florida's Big Bend area as a Cat 3 with 125 mile an hour winds.
3: Generally speaking, I would say that Uh, Keaton Beach probably fared better than uh, a lot of us And a lot of the residents probably thought
2: they were going to fare. That's what LSM storm tracker Brian Emfinger just told Fox Weather. Keaton Beach is where Idalia's eye came ashore southeast of Tallahassee. Storm surge, the biggest concern. Certainly that has the potential to kill the most people because that that water, if we're talking 12 to 16 feet above ground level in this area here, you know, I'm six feet tall. That's water that's like six to 10 feet above my head. That's not a survivable environment. Michael Brennan is the National Hurricane Center director. Idalia has flooded a lot of areas along the Gulf Coast south of the Big Bend of steve harrigans and tarpon springs streets like this are happening all across florida people are getting stuck fire trucks
4: can't get through people can't get their medicine People can't get out of hospitals. There's really, this water just stops everything in its tracks.
2: There are more than a quarter million power outages in Florida right now. Idalia will move into Georgia and the Carolina coast next. Enrique Tario will not be sentenced today after all. The U.S. Attorney's Office says it's been postponed today, citing an emergency. Tario and another ex-Prod Boys leader were convicted of seditious conspiracy for their roles plotting the 2021 Capitol riot. Prosecutors want Tario to get the harshest punishment for anyone convicted over January 6th, 33 years in prison. For the second time in two months, a coup in Africa, first Niger, now Gabon, where there are some celebrating in the streets.
5: After a group of military officers say they've ousted President Ali Bongo Odimba, whose family has ruled the Central African nation for more than five decades. The mutiny coming after the Electoral Committee announced President Bongo won a third term in a disputed election. As
2: Fox's Lillian Wu, there were concerns about the fears of violence that marred that election. America's listening to Fox News.
6: Lowe's knows how to save pros, time, and money. Right now, get 10% off select in-stock Trex Enhanced Naturals Composite Decking. And there's more. Now through September 1st, earn three times the bonus points per dollar on select pass load, nailers, and nails. Lowe's knows savings. Lowe's knows pros. Trex offer valid 824 through 96. Selection varies by location. Bonus points calculated before taxes and fees after applicable discounts if any. Valid through 91.
4: Hey, it's Jesse Kelly. When a restaurant closes, my reaction is, that sucks. They had good steak. When regional banks close or three of them close overnight, it freaks me out. This is why I have my own personal gold reserve. It's part of my personal protection plan. Call my friends at Oxford Gold Group. Call 833-404-GOLD. 833-404-GOLD. That's 833-404. Hey, this is Joe Cunningham. And every weekday on my show, The Joe Cunningham Show, you can tune in. For all of today's top news, local, state, and national, plus analysis that you're not going to get anywhere else, all of the big topics from a local perspective right here
7: on The Joe Cunningham Show every weekday, 3 to 4 p.m. on News Talk 96.5, Cape Hell. Dino's Pizza, an Italian restaurant with a Cajun twist. Don't forget to ask about their pizza of the month or one of their many specialty pizzas, pizzas, sandwiches, pasta and more, Dino's, pizza like no other.
0: The views expressed in the following show are those of the hosts or hosts only. They do not represent News Talk 96.5 Cape Hill or Town Square
5: Media. Oh.
7: As you know, they were, they were, they were going, I was gone and now I'm back. All right. The people in Florida, the people that I feel bad for with the hurricane, you know, that hurricane, they announced it was coming to Florida and two days later it hit Florida. I mean, within 48 hours, it was on top of Florida. Think if, think if we could all be in electric cars right now. Just think the whole country was electric. There was no gas. There was no generators. Everything was run off electricity. And a hurricane that went that quick became a Cat 3. I mean, overnight, they just started telling us about this hurricane. They didn't know where it was going to hit. And two or f- three or four days ago, they started deciding where it was going to hit. They had people evacuation last night at 7 o'clock. And everybody was in one of those beautiful electric cars, you know, saving the planet. I know what you can tell me. But if we were all in electric cars, there would never be a hurricane again, right? Never, never be a hurricane again. So I thought, wow. And I saw some of the pictures roll in. And I saw vehicles that already were under water and electrical. How would they work? I mean, that, that combination of water and electricity has never been something that's proven to be too good. And then I thought, what if, what if, how would people, how would people get out? I mean, I'm just, just think about what how would people get out of me? You can go electric car, you get in line, like they do like they do here, and you move a few feet at a time. And you just move. And I remember uh, the last one, Mark, we had. I remember seeing it was a, a couple out of New Orleans. They had drove from New Orleans to Lafayette. Okay, and this was a local TV. Now, now, Mark, normally New Orleans, Lafayette, if you just drove the speed limit, two hours, well, two hours. Give or take, two hours. They said they'd been on a row for nine hours on a tank of gas. They were looking for gas. But they went nine hours on a tank of gas. And electric cars is not designed to go but a few hours. On the, on, the, on the best electric cars, four hours. Just say the average electric car is three hours. It takes nine hours, meaning you would have to fill up three times. Where do you fill up? And if it takes 30 or 40 minutes to get it filled up, and by the way, that wouldn't probably do a full fill on an electric car. What are we going to do? Put electric Uh, uh, electric uh, fences all down the interstate now, people just to pull over. And so all these people, it comes in and some people don't leave and then they get flooded out. Uh, So you have no electric vehicles. Remember, we have no gas vehicles. We're going by the experts, these so-called people that think we're running the planet. So now you got to have electric vehicles to go in to fix everything. And you have no electricity nowhere. And so they drive in and how do they recharge? When you have no electrical power, people would be right on the, they would be flooded and killed and, and tornadoes and everything else would pop these people, including us, by the way. And I thought the stupidity, the stupidity of all this is phenomenal. It, it's, it's just phenomenal when I look at it oil, gas, natural gas. Coal, we need them all. We need as much as we can get. And we got so much of it. We can, we can provide for us and help the world. We got so much of it. Once again, the Green New Deal is communism. Not to get on this, I just, I started thinking, I ran into a, people starting to realize, I, I, I talked to a buddy of mine yesterday, it was in oil and gas, and at first he thought, well, the carbon thing ain't a big deal. You know what they're telling me now? People that I know, dumbest thing you ever heard of. And I've been saying this. I'm going to go to my grave with this one. Carbon capture and all these plants and all in gas and chemical plants and all that stuff had gotten involved. You realize I did a little investigation for you, folks. And if I'm wrong on this, somebody can correct me, unlike the politician. I don't mind being corrected. I want to get it right. So do you realize, and I, and, I, and it, didn't, it didn't hit me when it was happening. Every carbon capture bill that came up that would have shut that foolishness down, windmills, the foolishness down of this stuff. You realize every one of those, every one of those were beaten in a in a committee. It never made it to the vote of the House or the Senate at all that the committees, and let me tell you why. They got a company called, I think it's Air Products. I think they're the big global warming people out of here. They bought up all these politicians. They bought them up left and right. Matter of fact, right, you know, you know, Mark kind of have now we have all this branding going on, and we got the what is it the uh, so and so Superdome and the so and so field and the so and so and you sell his advertisement rights, right? And they all say this uh, this field brought to you by this station, brought to you by this something, brought to you by all this marketing. all money. You know, my, I will give you an example. I'm no different. What is my what is my hotline? It's Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Hotline. So i look, I'm, I'm saying there's nothing wrong with it, but I just think we ought to rebrand the state instead of being Sportsman's Paradise as maybe, um, uh, air quality. No, Louisiana brought to you by air quality, or air quality Louisiana, Louisiana air quality, because they are coming in here and bought so many elected officials and so many people that are gonna make money on the big. It's 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 a bigger lot in mask. That carbon capture is some kind of way gonna save the planet, and it's gonna be great for business and jobs. I, I, I shared with you last week. Uh, Psycho Bill, yeah, Psycho Bill. Psycho Bill's all excited. The new way of bringing energy. The new way leadership energy. Nothing to do with nothing. So you got a vacuum cleaner sucking some out and putting it in the ground. That's supposed to be economic development. <laughs> We can be. I tell you what we ought to do. Since we're selling the state out to air air quality, maybe we ought to sell out the the state to Hoover vacuum cleaners. Seriously, why not? Why not (laughs) Louisiana, the Hoover state? Why not? These people sold us out. And look, I I ran into another friend. Man, it's it's great knowing people that understand what I'm talking about. I know you get put this in the devil's advocate in the newspaper every day. And these storms are caused by people and overheating of the planet. Bunch of bunk. Bunch of bunk. So I just I just I started wondering, and so I went back and looked, and there was no legislation that wasn't killed in the committees dealing with anything to do with carbon capture. I mean Because this company came in, I think it's air quality, air products or whatever it is. They came in, they bought as many people. They told me all these people dealing with the carbon and the environment, they bought up every lobbyist they could possibly buy up to go buy the politicians to get all this stuff passed. And of course, our illustrious leadership of Bill Edwards, who, by the way, never said anything about global warming until his last term when he went to... uh, when he went overseas, Glasgow, he goes to Glasgow, he comes back. He is a global warming guru. You know what he thought? You know how much money? Somebody put him aside and, hey, Bill, you want to make a lot of money? And, of course, Bell, being the
8: great, great
7: leader, you know, that honor code guy, he said, I want to make a lot of money. So You want to make millions and millions? Yeah, he said, start pushing this crap to Louisiana people. The media will take care of it. And when you get out, you're going to make a lot of it. You might want to take that bet? I'll take that bet. I'll take that bet Bell or family members will make me- multi-millions on the backs of you and me because of his position as a woke governor. But why did the lawmakers in these committees, I'd have to go back and pull the bills. I just know, and and it's something I didn't pay attention to because I can't do it all, but I didn't pay attention to why this stuff was getting beat or getting passed, depending on what they needed, and then I looked up, in this company, this Air Quality Air Products or whatever they called, they bought every lobbyist they could possibly buy up to get this done. And they were killing, killing stuff left and right. And even though some of the people back home and some of the areas listening to this program were fighting against this craziness, they were getting it passed, and people were going to wonder why they're passing this. And they're passing it because they bought the right lobbyists to pass carbon capture, now what happens? And I've, and I've had people on the program talk about it. They've hired lawyers and lawyers to come in and train people. I ran into a guy the other day, and uh, matter of fact, it was it might have been yesterday. And he told me he said, "Yeah, your buddy. We had a forty-five minute meeting at our oil company, and the, the general manager, or whatever, was just pumping all this stuff up, and they teaching people how to explain how important this is. It's like psycho Bill." Psycho Bill got billions of dollars, and it's coming to Louisiana. Who's going to benefit from it, folks? Who? Who, What jobs are going to be created by this? There's there's some construction jobs. You got to build them vacuum cleaners. Folks, I'm not wrong on this. I'm so right. And so many people have taken so much money and looked the other way, and now they're convincing their employees. I know there's some of the employees are rolling their eyes. They know good and well this is a hoax. Carbon capture is a hoax. Windmills. That was the latest thing I was reading about. We're going to have our first bid on windmills in the Gulf. I wonder how many fish can we kill out there now. Windmills. I'm just cashing in on green. Why? Because of federal money. One, One last comment before we break. Nobody would be investing in this. I'm talking about nobody, if it wasn't money, they were printing in the federal government. Nobody. Not one of these companies would touch it because of the tax breaks and the cash they're going to get is why they're touching it. Period. What happens when the federal money, run, federal government says, we can't help you no more? They're going to own these uh, energy companies. And the energy companies, you can't tell them nothing because they're smarter than us. I'm not talking about all of them. But the energy companies, they're taking their money. It's like I told you. I, I laugh about Craig Romero, old money bags, over at the port of Iberia. You go throw five dollars or a buck on the ground, let the wind be blowing, it rolls, and he sees it. The, the dude's older than me. He can run a forty and three flat. He gonna get his money. This is what happens. This is what's happening today. Let me take a break. Blue Cross Blue Shield, folks. Somebody better stop what's going on with Blue Cross Blue Shield, and we we need it to be evaluated. And if Donlin's not going to come talk about it, Donlin doesn't need to be. He's the outgoing insurance company. He don't need to be cutting deals if he's leaving. Take a break. Be right back.
0: The Louisiana Republican Party endorsed Liz Merle for attorney general. That's no surprise. Liz is one of us an eighth-generation Louisianan, LSU tiger, wife and mom with a concealed carry permit. She's Louisiana Solicitor General. That means when Louisiana goes to court, we send Liz Burrell to fight for us. Liz has defeated Joe Biden's lawyers time and again. When Biden came after our oil and gas jobs, Liz stopped them. She fought for the unborn at the U.S. Supreme Court. During COVID, Liz stood for freedom. When a pastor was arrested for holding church service, Liz defended our rights to worship. She stood up for us, protected our freedoms, and she keeps criminals where they belong, in jail. Liz is our fighter. She will work nonstop to keep Louisiana safe and free. For Attorney General, vote Liz Merle, Louisiana's fighter. Paid for by Safe and Free Louisiana, not authorized by any candidate or candidates committee.
9: Seventy percent of prison inmates read at a fourth-grade level or below. We can't cut crime without fixing our schools. Participation in early childhood education reduces criminal activity by 20 percent. Our schools are our first line of defense against crime. Bullying stops teaching and stops learning. One in five Louisiana high school students reports being bullied on school property. One out of six will skip school at least once in the next 30 days, scared for their safety. We lead the nation in percent of high school students who attempt suicide. As governor, I'll support counseling for the bully and the child being bullied. Violent repeat offenders will go to an alternative school that teaches the citizenship and character necessary to become a responsible citizen, or they'll just go to juvenile jail. Kids can't learn if we let our schools become minor league for the Department of Corrections.
7: Hunter Lundy, governor.
9: Paid for by Lundy for Louisiana. Did you know you can get.
1: This thing on. This thing on. Look at here. I got something i want to say. Ow. Look out. Look out,
4: y'all.
7: I'm coming to turn. Hey, hello. Welcome back. Moogra Fon Show. Great to have you with us. 844 766 6607. Matthew James, Tax and Wealth Management Hotline. Scott McKay will join us. At uh, 10.30. And by the way, I told y'all the bogus Stephen Hanwork, who used to be uh, head of the Democrat Party, and the bogusness of him moving away because of LGBTQ. Scott made a great piece. And I didn't realize this dude was associated with old Barney Frank. And if you know who Barney Frank was, you know, he got busted for running a male prostitution ring out of his, uh, his uh, apartment. Yeah, his residence or whatever you want to call it. So it's... Uh, and this guy says he's leaving because he's, you know, more and more moral than us. But I'll let Scott talk about it. I already told you this is a fraud, fraud case, handwork. He's a he's a handiwork, all right. Anyway, uh, another thing I talked about yesterday. Folks, the Blue Cross Blue Shield thing, whether you own it or not, it ought to concern everybody. You know, somebody can say, well, Moon, do you know everything? No, I don't. But I think we ought to find out a lot more before we let our nonprofit go and get a for-profit out-of-state company that a few people in Louisiana are going to make a lot of money, and we don't know what we're getting. I don't think Jim Donlin, who won't come on his program or won't talk to anybody who tells me what the lawyers tell him he can't talk to people on the air, I don't think a guy that's the outgoing insurance commissioner ought to be cutting deals with with companies, just my opinion, when he's not going to be here to be held responsible for it. You know, before we do this with Blue Cross Blue Shield, some of these folks, we got to get it. We got to get it together. Donlan, LHA president Paul Salas echoed concerns in an August twenty-first letter about the structure of the deal, which returned just ten percent of the state's proceeds to the hold, policyholders, and put the rest of the crea- of the creation of three point two billion in social welfare foundation. That would be controlled by a handful of Blue Cross board members. Now, folks, this, you know, I'm on Blue Cross. A, a lot of us are on Blue Cross Blue Shield. I, I like Blue Cross Blue Shield. I think they did a great job of what I have to do. But where, I, where am I going next? What am I getting? Why should we, if Jim Donlin's decided to bail out, Jim Donlin shouldn't make any more decisions especially when it comes to this magnitude. The other thing is that four Baton Rouge executives on the board are going to make a bunch of money. Here they are, Tim Barfield, former Bobby Jindal guy, a guy who raised a lot of money for Bill Edwards because he couldn't stand Vitter. Baton Rouge Dennis, Richard Atkins. Lafayette businessman, Jerome Gregg, and Baton Rouge Advertising Executive Charles Brent McCoy. These guys are gonna to be to, to make they they're gonna make a ton of money on this. Now, what is it, what is what happens to you and me as customers? And as I told you before, when you start looking at the bottom line, is does any of these three, four guys that I mentioned give a rat's rear end what happens to you and me? If you happen to be on Blue Cross Blue Shield, they're talking about selling to a profit organization. Is this the best deal for us? Is this going to be the best deal for the people in the state of Louisiana? I can only get insurance through Blue Cross Blue Shield. And I'm not cutting Blue Cross Blue Shield. Like I told you, it's who I use. But is this the best deal we're going to get and does this hurt us? Yeah, you got to ask the question, folks. The approval process requires commission of insurance blessing and a favorable vote of two thirds of the policyholders that respond. Uh, it's it's it's. I don't, folks. If we, there's no reason to rush this. There's no reason to rush to sell a Blue Cross Blue Shield to a profit company. A company that's not here, that company that has a history of once they get it, are oh, they going to offer stuff like, hey, we're going to give you some money back? Hey, your policies are going to go down and we're going to give you some money back. But what happens in year two? That's the question. What's going to happen in year two? So, folks, if you're on Blue Cross Blue Shield, you better take this survey. If you're on Blue Cross Blue Shield, you better respond. You may be in a situation, and I may be in a situation we didn't ask for. This has to stop until we know everything about the deal. The policyholders are people like you and me that pay the monthly insurance, which mine's only 2700 a month. Anybody want to try for that one? Telling y'all, oh, we better we better stop Donald and him from doing this. He he wants out. Let him go. But he ought not be making the biggest deal that he's ever made before he leaves. Maybe Tim Temple will make a comment. Jeff Landry has. He said he's not for the deal. Until so we find out more. We'll take a break. Be right back.
8: When politicians handcuff the police instead of criminals, We have a problem. This is Jeff Landry. As an experienced former police officer and sheriff's deputy, I will defend, not defund our police. Serving as your attorney general, I've helped take hundreds of criminals off the street. I have seen the need for change, and I will lead. As your governor, I will reverse failed policies that are driving crime, bring truth and transparency to criminal justice, and help stop crime before it happens. To protect jobs and grow wages, we must have safety and security. Keeping kids out of crime starts with reforming our education system. The solution is not more liberal politics, but action. If you agree, join our campaign at JeffLandry.com. Together, we can make Louisiana great. Paid for by Landry for Louisiana. Louisiana.
10: A convicted pedophile in Lake Charles was about to get released. The district attorney asked Solicitor General Liz Merle for help, and she delivered. That's Merle. In over 200 cases, she's helped DAs across Louisiana keep violent criminals behind bars. As our next attorney general, Liz Merle will make fighting crime priority one, two, and three. Conservative warrior. Endorsed by law enforcement. The most qualified. Liz Merle for Attorney General.
5: Paid for by Liz Merle for Attorney General. As parents, we have a lot to be proud of. Our kids are smart, talented, and dedicated, but all of them are at risk. One in three Louisiana high school students use e-cigarettes, and every day, more teens struggle with vape-related problems like nicotine addiction and lung damage. The time to talk to your teen is now, and we can help. Get vaping facts, talking tips, and quitting resources at BehindTheHazeLA.com. Sponsored by the Louisiana Department of Justice.
7: Hi, this is Kevin. This hour of the Moon Graffon Show is brought to you by Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management. Online at MatthewJames.com. <laughs> Hi, you law, Welcome back. Moon Giffen Show. Great to have you with us. 844 766 Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Hotline. It was great to have John Blanchett in yesterday to talk about the things that people care about, their money, their finances, their future. That's what he does at Matthew James. MatthewJames.com. John Blanchett and the gang they do a really wonderful job. And he's, they, they, they're a lot more than taking your money and investing. They talk about the investment. They talk about where you, you want to go. Also talk about the taxes that you may not realize you may have to pay that you can maybe move around and get around some of that stuff. But you got to plan for it. That's what John Blanchett has been doing for many, many years. MatthewJames.com. MatthewJames.com. Check out my friend John Blanchard. He was on yesterday. You can go back and listen to the podcast. And he does a really, really good job of explaining to people, not only about the, the money and the investment, but how about the taxes you may have to? So that is, that is all important. All right, so, uh, by the way, there are some actions being taken. And one of the reasons Donald said that the lawyer said he can't come talk is his actions people, lawsuits people are trying to stop what's going on. Hospital associations totally against it. Uh, they have to deal with patients on a daily basis. And uh, I'm not saying there ain't some, there's not some good in it, but I just think before we make a deal and people like me that, we ha- I can't go say. Well, let me look at these nine choices to, to choose my next insurance plan, my health care plan. I don't have that luxury. I'm down to one. So I don't know what this means for me. Let me ask y'all a question. You know, I would never even look at Obamacare, but I couldn't. I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't get. I couldn't get that anyway. So what am I supposed to do if Blue Cross Blue Shield is sold out and they come back and say, nah, "We we're not. We we're not. We not. We not doing what you do." I mean, had I not started an LLC, which I'd I'd had one, uh, my premium would be somewhere around eight and nine thousand a month. And at that point, I'm not, I mean, almost out of the business. Now, you got to be able to buy insurance. You got to be able to have some healthcare stuff. Somebody mentioned Medicare. Brandon did that, but you know, Brian, I started looking at for us. I don't know if we're gonna fit there, not because we we got. You know, we, we just trust me, you got to have medicines and things like that. So uh, I, I just don't want, all I'm asking them to do is simple. Back up, stop. Why do we got to cut the deal yesterday? Sometimes the best deals aren't the first and quickest deals. Sometimes they have to be thought out. I don't know where people like me and small companies are going to go get health care. I just, I'm sitting here just shaking my head. I, I don't know where I'm going to go. So I don't think they ought to rush the judgment. I, I think Donlin is on the way out. Tim Temple's on the way in. Maybe they ought to let Tim Temple. He wanted the job. He got it. He's coming up next year. He's the winner. Nobody ran against him. I hadn't heard from Tim. Love to hear from Tim. Shouldn't Tim Temple, if he's an incoming insurance commissioner, maybe he ought to weigh in on this. Because if I would I would get Tim involved in it. If Jim can't say anything, that's fine, but maybe Tim Temple can. Now, look, I'm not being overly negative on Nolan I'm just saying it's a shame that if you hire a, you're hired, and he was hired by the people, he was voted on by the people to be an insurance commissioner, shouldn't he be able to talk to us about what's going on the pros and cons of a contract? He said in August 21st, I just shared it with you, where Jim's, Jim said that, you know, we uh, we we don't know if this deal is really a good deal. Well, Jim, if it's not a good deal on the 21st, why would it be a good deal on the, what's today, August 30th, Brandon? Mm-hmm. Today 30th, tomorrow the 1st? No. No, 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 Friday's it's the 1st. Yeah, yeah. Okay, 31 yeah. days in August. I'm just, I'm trying to call something out to people's attention because most people threw the Blue Cross thing they read and threw it in the garbage. Well, that's their fault. No, it's not their fault. I got to tell you, you go sit down with the insurance, you go sit down with any insurance person. I mean, you're not going to know everything they know in the business. you just not. And so what we're asking for is a little clarity here where the average person can understand what's going on. What will this mean for policyholders? Because without policyholders, you don't have an insurance company. And they were nice enough to put it out there and say, hey, y'all, tell us what's going on. How do we know what vote happens? Remember, folks, you ready? Brandy, you ready? This is mail-in ballots. <laughs> I hate to say that, but this is mail-in ballots. This is either mail-in ballots or Internet ballots, but they mail-in or Internet ballots. That makes me nervous. Seems like you can get the outcome you want as long as we got mail-in ballots. I just hate to see. And then you got these four people I mentioned, these knuckleheads who are already wealthy. They're going to make even more money. A lot more money. So if somebody, you know what I found out about a deal in Louisiana? If it's a good deal for the people who are doing the deal <clears throat> and they're going to make a lot of money, they normally don't give a rat's rear about what happens to you and me. And I'm being blunt. If it's a good deal for carbon capture and the federal government's going to pay for it and somebody in that business is going to make a lot of money, they don't really give a rat's rear about what you and me think. And even though in the big picture, it's going to affect you and me more than them. We need some honesty in Louisiana. Man, do we? Remember what you think's happening in these other states? I don't live there. I don't know. I don't care. I care what happens here. I care about people here. I don't care if you're black or white. I don't care if you're Republican or Democrat. I don't care if you're old or young. I do care. I want it to be good for everybody. The Louisiana way is not a pretty way, folks. The Louisiana way keeps the good old boy making money and you and me food in the background. Don't y'all think we ought to know? How many of you people can pick up all the stuff going on with Blue Cross Blue Shield and understand it? I'm going to say not many people, including myself. You try to understand everything that's going on. But it's going to be good for the four people I just read. Tim Barfield, I'm not shocked by him. He's a Republican and Bobby Jenner. I had a buddy of mine, went to Barfield. I hope he don't get in trouble. Went to Barfield when he was with General Brandon on all this uh, debt and, 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 and uh, you know, unfunded accrued liability. And he had a plan. He had a great plan and sat down with Barfield and explained it, and Barfield couldn't understand what a great plan was. Barfield just wanted to keep things as they are, and we kept things as they are. Could have took care of our finances and turned everything around. Very, very smart guy. And understood the finances, understood what to do, Handles billions of dollars already, and Barfield and them just looked the other way because it wasn't what they wanted. So nobody really wants to fix anything. You got to have people that really want to fix something. You can say, well, Moon, how do you find that person? Well, I don't, I, you know, I'm I, I'm as bad as y'all are. Are y'all as bad as me? I keep trying to figure it out. These people, that come in and they claim they're going to fix everything and do this and do that, and they never do a thing. Except... If you're part of the good old boy network, man, you get you get to be filthy rich. Ask Bell Edwards. He's getting ready to be filthy rich. Probably Blank Page. Blank Page's next-door neighbor, Joel Robidoux, who ran this city into the ground. He's getting ready to He's been making a lot of money since his next-door neighbor's in there making sure gambling expands, expands and all the other people they represent. Robidoux can get mad at me, but it's a fact. He can be mad at me all he wants to. The fact is, he made a lot of money since old blank page became Senate president. And the portfolio is skyrocketing. It is. This Blue Cross Blue Shield thing, everybody ought to be upset about it. Until we find out what's in the deal and how it's going to affect us, we should tell them, don't do anything. And Jim Donovan, God bless him. I know Jim. Jim, you ought to tell him, no, we're not doing anything. Let the next insurance commissioner help make that decision. The next one, not you. And don't run away from him and say, I had nothing to do with it because you won't even come talk to us because you believe the lawyers are telling you, don't say anything. That's not communication. communicating. Jim, you've been to insurance commission with Brian 16 years, 20 years. And this is the best you're going to do to communicate with I, with the people that voted you in all these years? If I'm Tim Temple, I want to know what's in this deal. Don't just come in and go, well, I didn't make that deal. That ain't good enough. You're the the elect now. You ought to be finding out what Blue Cross Blue Shield is all about and what they're doing. I'd love to have Tim Temple tell us what would he do and what's his advice. Donald's advice is I can't say nothing because the lawyers say I can't say nothing. That's not advice. The man was elected for four or five terms. He ought to man up and be able to come back and tell us something. Let's take a break. 844-766-6607 is the number if you'd like to be part of the program. You're listening to the Moon Graffon Show. It is the Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Hotline. This thing on.
1: Look at here. I got something I want to say. Ow!
8: When politicians handcuff the police instead of criminals, we have a problem. This is Jeff Landry. As an experienced former police officer and sheriff's deputy, I will defend, not defund our police. Serving as your attorney general, I've helped take hundreds of criminals off the street. I have seen the need for change, and I will lead. As your governor, I will reverse failed policies that are driving crime, bring truth and transparency to criminal justice, and help stop crime before it happens. To protect jobs and grow wages, we must have safety and security, keeping kids Out of crime starts with reforming our education system. The solution is not more liberal politics, but action. If you agree, join our campaign at JeffLandry.com. Together, we can make Louisiana great. Paid for by Landry for Louisiana
0: paid for by the fleming campaign
11: the race for louisiana state treasurer hasn't received much attention but the choices are simple a big spending political insider rhino who voted in the legislature to bust every spending cap that had been set or a leftist democrat who has taken dead aim at the essential oil and gas jobs in louisiana or dr john fleming former deputy chief of staff for President Trump, an outspoken conservative in Congress, successful businessman, a military veteran. Dr. Fleming's conservative credentials has earned him the endorsement of the Louisiana GOP, as well as numerous parish GOP endorsements. John Fleming's candidacy has also won the support of Congressman Mike Johnson, Clay Higgins, and even Congressman Jim Jordan. There's no doubt who the conservative Republican is in the race for Louisiana Treasurer. Dr. John Fleming, tight-fisted with our tax dollars. Dr. John Fleming, Louisiana Treasurer.
3: I'm Hannah Como, and I'm here with my husband, Brandon. We are so passionate about helping marriages grow and succeed. And as a licensed marriage and family therapist, I know the importance of investing in your relationship.
1: We believe that a good marriage is the foundation of a healthy family. We also understand that marriage is hard and the challenges that we face in today's society are different from those of the past. Our goal is to help you navigate those changes and to gain the skills to build a better marriage together. Listen in weekly to The Modern Marriage to help you create the marriage you have always wanted. Sunday evenings from 5 to 6 p.m. here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. KPL covers Acadiana with Lowry's printing and copying.
6: The Yacht Rock Beer Fest happens Saturday, September 9th at Sugar Mill Pond in Youngsville from 6 until 9 p.m. Unlimited beer samples from seven breweries throughout Acadiana, food trucks with delicious food, some great vendors, and live music. If you hurry, you can still get VIP tickets. Go to socialentertainment.net. Otherwise, tickets available at the gate. 31 guns in 31 days. The Broussard Fire Department is having a fundraiser. It's a gun raffle. Purchase a ticket for $100, and you could win one of those 31 great guns. Deadline to purchase your ticket is September 30th. The guns will be awarded throughout October. You can purchase tickets in person at the Fire Department main office, 835 East Main Street in Arsenault Park, or call 337 337- 330 8521. And good luck with that raffle. It's for a great cause. If you or your organization
1: has an event that you would like to get on the KPEL community calendar, email it to news at kpel965.com. That's news at kpel965.com.
7: Hello, welcome back. Moon Gryphon Show. Great to have you with us. It is a Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management hotline, if you'd like to be part of the program. And by the way, I picked up my deal, Brandon, and, uh, and the guy just reminded me, and, and I saw this last night. Blue Cross Blue Shield, Louisiana Proxy Book, they have moved the meeting from September to October. We're supposed to be getting a revised proxy book. Yes, that is true. But that's a good time for us to check. Uh, acquiring Company elements. Formerly Anthem does not does have a good track record. Well, that's depends on how you look at it. Depends on how you look at it. This guy says he's leaning toward voting for it. That's fine. I I don't have a problem with that. Will thanks for the for the email. I don't have a problem with that. Problem is let's find out everything we need to find out before they do it. That's all I'm saying. But the company has a good reputation, I hear (laughs) I hear totally opposite of that. But I've heard that too. And so let's see what happens. Let's go to Jacqueline in Lafayette. Miss Jacqueline, how you doing? I'm doing great, thank you. Yes, ma'am. Hello? Yes, ma'am, you're on the air. Go. I said good morning. Go. What you want yes, to say? sir. Yes, ma'am. I'm
12: calling about the takeover, yes, uh, possibly. Uh, I went online. I did read the entire booklet that was sent to us mm-hmm. um, from the uh, Elephants Health or Blue Cross, and I had many questions, and uh, specifically there is nothing uh, guaranteed in any of it, especially the um, part where it says they won't raise your premium or reduce your coverage for the policy year. After that, who knows? So I also went to online and voted no uh, on on the public uh, issue with the Louisiana Department of Insurance, and I do not want to join Elevance because the states that have taken it are mostly, I read through that, blue states, and um that does not bode well um, to me uh, th- that's my and the blue take state on the blue that, states so. want
7: the blue states want single payer system so quick it's not even funny, and uh the federal government well, to run it all but I mean, listen, my deal is Ms. Jacqueline is I just think our due diligence needs to be done, and I don't think it's been done yet and let's and uh, you got an insurance commissioner. Once again, I like Jim Donlin. I voted for Jim Donlin. I voted for Jim Donlin when he ran against John Bro years ago. uh My deal is if he's the, going out, I don't think he ought to be cutting a big deal. I think they ought to get Tim Temple in if Tim Temple is going to be our next insurance commissioner. Let him have a little stake in the game. Let's get Tim out there reading this and checking it out and and, and telling people what he thinks he's not on any lawsuit he he could he, he you know this is the job he wanted. Well, you got it, so let's well. Let's, well, there's no
12: reason for Blue Cross to do this. They are financially stable. Mm-hmm. Uh, the board of directors is dictating this to the agents, and I don't feel like, as a voter in the company, with the new elements, uh, we will not have a, a good vote. Or I'm, pre- I'm very pleased with the agents and the Blue Cross yeah, service too. I've received. Right, too. So, I have
7: no doubt about it. But, right. Jacqueline, one of the things I mentioned to four board members, they already are wealthy, and they, they, the word I'm getting is they're going to be a lot wealthier if they get the job done. So that's what bothers me. They, everybody they, everybody yeah, gets well. their money in the state. It's like farmers are going to get their money from, uh, to, to, to grow wind, uh, solar panels, but they're going to get a lot of money. I get it. And we have, we're going to have windmills, and they're going to get a lot of money, and carbon capture, and we're going to get a lot. Everybody's going to get their money, but not many people are going to make much money on this deal. And I'm worried about what the future looks like. Why can't we just put it back until we have a little bit more time to check into it? That's what needs to be done. Well, that's, I agree totally. So thank you for your time. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. God bless Yeah, I've, I've not had any problem with the insurance company. I haven't, Brandon. I've, I've been using them for a while now. So let's go to Ms. Joyce. Joyce, what's going on?
3: Well, <laughs> it doesn't sound like anything good insurance-wise. I know you are uh, kind of complimentary of Jim Donlin, but I've sat in on several uh, times when he's spoken and we'd ask him pertinent questions and he'd say, well, the insurance commissioner doesn't have uh, control of that or I can't do anything about that. I mean, one night I was with somebody who had a small business and he was asking very pertinent questions. Well, uh, I don't have anything to do with that. And I find that that position, I'm not sure what they can do. But if, if they well, no, Jim is uh al- Jim, al-
7: Jim has always made it sound like he can't do anything, he can't do anything, but if that's the case then he talks. I know, but he he, he needs to be <laughs> careful with this because he's gonna be gone. And if this doesn't work out well and Jim is the one that helped make the deal on this, Jim's gonna be gone. He don't have to face the voters again.
3: Well that's that's true, and that's what they do. They make a deal and then they leave. And I'll tell you that uh, Louisiana. I, I'm telling you, if I didn't have family here, I'll, I would be gone. I, I'm just, I'm tired of the politics. I'm tired of the corruption. I'm tired of just about everything. They're losing the culture, and you know, we're just losing. We're losing all around. Jobs, oil and gas. They said they're going to put windmills out in the yeah, uh, I Gulf now. You know, well,
7: somebody making some money. I uh, don't really? care. They don't. They don't give a rat's. Right. I okay. can't wait to see them now windmills in the winter. I hope a cat five wipe know, out every windmill that's thing. ever been put out there.
3: Well, listen, I, I we used to go up to Colorado. My family's from Wyoming. We'd drive up to the snowy range outside of Denver. It was the most gorgeous sight. The last time I went up there, windmills at the base of the mountains in the, in the meadow, yeah. horrible looking. They kill birds. They drive animals and people, the people that live around it. There's that constant humming noise. It drives them to distraction. A lot of them have had to leave. So, anyway, I'll tell you, Tim Temple wants a job. He better step in and do the right thing.
7: Well, he's got the job, but he don't start until January. I'm just thinking if if he really wants the job, it would be good to get a comment on him. My gut feelings he ain't going to say a word because he can always say, look, this was done before me. And I predicted Tim's going to be right, the first yeah, guy right. to say, they look, this was done them. before me. And I, I don't know what to do. T- I mean, we're going to fight it now, but... We don't ever do anything before the bad things happen. We, we always wait till it's over and it's saying we can't do nothing about it.
3: Look, my daughter, my daughter lives on about five and a half acres. She just lost her house insurance. And what she's looking at is triple the cost. She has two, two children. They go to private schools of enormous uh, tuition because she can't send them to the public schools because they're so bad. I mean, really?
7: Well, what your you daughter will end up doing, what your daughter will end up doing, and I hate to say this, she'll move to sell everything she's got, move to Texas, buy mm-hmm. a home, buy where they got good school system, so you don't have to do private school. You can uh, buy insurance, yeah. you can afford the insurance, you don't have any income taxes, and she'd be better off. Now, I don't want her to do that because no, I want I'll Louisiana people to grow, I, yeah. but that's yeah. going to be eventually what she's going to have to do so she can survive.
3: My son moved to Houston. His children went to Klein Oak schools in Texas. I went there, too. They're very advanced as far as Louisiana. I mean, they're all well-educated because they went to school and graduated from Klein Oak High, and they're very well-educated. So, uh, Louisiana, I I just don't know why we're stuck on stupid all the time. Such a beautiful culture and beautiful state, you know, and it just it's the culture can't can't
7: be saved amidst all this. Anyway, all right, good job, run. Me. All right, thanks. Appreciate the call. Yeah, just going back to Blue Cross, Blue Shield. Uh, there's always pros and cons of every deal, Como. on. I, I never said it wasn't. Why don't we just wait to get it right? And if selling it is the right thing to do, that's fine. And it's going to show out. Once we do it, it's going to show out. It's a shame those four people I mentioned going to make so much money if they sell. Oh, yeah. I gave you the names. We got to take a break, be back, more to come, the Moon Graffon show.
2: Not immune to facts, the Dan Bongino Show, here on News Talk 96.5 KPEL.
7: News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. A lot of areas are underwater along Florida's Gulf Coast.
2: I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. After Hurricane Dalia hit.
5: This is seriously the worst it's ever been in this area. I've been here almost 50 years.
2: She's around St. Petersburg, south of where the eye came ashore this morning. But the storm surge is widespread and up to 16 feet high in some areas. Fox's Grady Trimble and Stein Hatchie near a river. It's flowing in the opposite direction that it normally flows. So that gives you a sense of the
4: power of this storm as it pushes the water from the Gulf of Mexico up
2: into the wrong direction of the Steinhatchee River. And as the hurricane moves inland... People coming back to assess the damage for the first time, and from what I can see from this vantage point, for some people, it's not going to be good. Italia was a Category 3 with 125-mile-an-hour winds when it hit. It's now a Cat 1. Its top winds down to 90. Michael Brennan's the National Hurricane Center director. Our focus is now turning to the inland wind threat, the heavy rainfall threat, and then a downstream storm surge and wind threat that's going to occur on the East Coast from Georgia up into the Carolinas uh, starting tonight and into tomorrow in a few hours we'll hear from president biden on the storm response and he'll discuss the wildfire disaster in hawaii hundreds of people are still missing even after the search of the ruins is done and burnt out lahaina
1: the number of people killed remains at least 115 now as the search and recovery operation wraps up new maui emergency management administrator daryl olivera says it's time for the next phase with the epa doing the hazardous waste removal which will ensure a safe environment for repopulating
2: Grinnell Scott the power has been cut in parts of northern California so it doesn't spark wildfires there in dry windy conditions because the judge called out sick this morning Enrique Tario's sentencing for his role in the 2021 Capitol riots been delayed till next Tuesday the ex-proud boys leader was convicted of seditious conspiracy prosecutors are pushing the harshest January 6th punishment yet 33 years in prison America's listening to Fox News
6: I'm Kareem Abdul-Jabbar I learned about atrial fibrillation the hard way
10: There's a new victim every three seconds in the U.S. Over 15 million this year alone. And many don't even know they're victims. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you could miss, even when you monitor your credit. If your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft, but everyone can save up to 25% off their first year with promo code NEWS at LifeLock.com. Identity theft protection starts here.
2: As Hurricane Idalia floods parts of the Gulf Coast and Florida, big federal response is being readied for victims, and that has FEMA wanting more help from Congress. Administrator Deanne Criswell says the agency is switching to immediate needs funding, meaning FEMA will prioritize available money for response efforts to recent and future disasters.
3: While immediate needs funding will ensure we can continue to respond to disasters, it is not a permanent solution.
2: Chriswell says Congress will need to take action by approving the Biden administration's supplemental funding request, which comes as the agency faces a budget shortfall. That request for $40 billion in new emergency spending has more than half the money going to Ukraine and $12 billion to FEMA. $4 billion would be used to address issues at the southern border. Ryan Schmelz, Fox News. More help is on the way for anyone who overdoses on painkillers or other opioid drugs. Narcan maker
11: Emergent BioSolutions says shipments of the life-saving drug are on their way to major retailers, including Walgreens, Walmart, Rite Aid, and CVS. It will even be offered online amid the country's worsening opioid epidemic. Narcan vending machines have also popped up in New York City and schools across the country have stockpiled the drug and are allowing students to carry Narcan as overdose deaths skyrocket. Earlier this year, the Food and Drug Administration approved Narcan for over-the-counter use, though some warn the cost of Narcan at $45 for a box of two doses may put the overdose antidote out of reach for many. Jeff Manasso, Fox News.
2: A convicted rapist to escape from an Arkansas prison last year and then got away using a jet ski crossing the Mississippi River has been captured. Samuel Hartman and his wife and mother arrested in West Virginia. The economy wasn't quite as strong in the second quarter as first thought. GDP growth has been revised lower from 2.4% down to 2.1. On Wall Street the Dow's up 5 points. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News.
7: Folks, my friends at hey Service Chevrolet and Cadillac are waiting on you. They're running great deals all this month. All 2024 Equinox 4500 off the MSRP. All 2023 Silverado 1500 Crew Tab Turbo Max 7000 off. The 2023 Traverse 5000 off MSRP. And of course, Go to the website, folks. Just go to the website and check them out. If you go to servicegm.com, servicegm.com, got all that's listed. But, hey, come by and check them out, folks. 1212 Ambassador Caffrey. Come by and see the great inventory they have. They're getting it in every day. Katie Anna's number one Chevy dealer. Sure, service Chevrolet Cadillac. Our family serving your family for the last 50 years. Folks, you know why they've been around for 50 years? They adjust with the times. They know what they're doing and they want to service you. Get it all serviced at Service, Chevrolet, and Cadillac where it says it all in the name. Service is what they do best and they want to serve you. Mm-hmm. Welcome back. Moon Show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607 is the number if you'd like to be part of the program. So have you checked out my friends at Superior Grill lately? Hey, you don't know what you're missing. I think it's the best Mexican food in the state of Louisiana. I love me some Superior Grill. You know, me and my bride have been going there for almost 29 years. Yep, I almost, I, I want to I tell people I almost got engaged at Superior Grill, Brandon, because we spent so much time in there. But hey, we love it. We love the food, the drinks. We love the atmosphere. We love bringing friends. They handle big groups. They can cater. You want something catered? Man, Superior Grill, they're in the catering business too, folks, and they want you to enjoy the great taste of Superior Grill. Good food, good service. They do it all. They're located in the Shreveport on Line Avenue. I think in Baton Rouge, it is, uh, let's see, Government Street and Holland. And, of course, St. Charles Avenue in New Orleans, soon to be, Brandon. I'm going to say, I'm going to make a prediction in six months, Lafayette, Louisiana, will have its first Superior Grill. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Can't wait. Superior Grill. You got to check it out, folks. Mr. Barber gang, they do a great, great job, and they're just good people. You like to do people at service really well. You want a good time, that's the place to go. Somebody writes, Moon, the real threat from windmills. And solar farms is not obvious to most people. The federal government is forcing utility companies to buy the power, and it is the most expensive power on the wholesale market by far. Yes, Randy, you're right. We've been explaining this. The federal government will own the one thing they hadn't been able to get their arms around is energy. Man, when I see oil companies and gas companies and all these people running over a carbon cap, the government's investing in them because they're gonna pretty soon they going own them. Just like they do in foreign countries where those dictators and those Marxist countries all fail. Yes. And and our utility bills are going up and inflation is going up. I got another report on that as well. That's exactly you are right on the money. You're right on the money. That's exactly what's going on. The real threat. Utility companies are forced to buy, forced to. An expensive power on a wholesale market is by far this craziness of a solar panel on a windmill. It's hidden in your rising electricity bill. And who do you blame? Utility companies have no choice but to do it along with the regulators. That's another thing. We're getting mad at all and get ga- You just let me take you back. Every time we've had high oil prices, the left in the Democrat Party has made it a big deal. Well, they got record profits, and they put that on TV and of course the media. The enemies of the state, as Donald Trump called them, they make sure everybody knows they're making Republican profits. You know, who makes the most profit in this country. Government, they don't have to invest in anything. They don't have to invest in anything. All they got to do is take. It, it's a shame, but the regulators and these people that are doing this to the American people for no reason at all—a one hundred percent waste of money. Now, if if. Company A said, you know what we're going to do? We're going to do windmill, and we're going to sell our energy back to the energy companies. And Company A cut a deal with Company B, who's the energy companies, and they cut a deal. I ain't got a problem with that. It's the force-mandated stuff, folks, that we ought to be upset about. I know some people in the farming business. So I had somebody ask me one time, and I've told you all this on the air. Well, what if you own property? And the federal government came in and offered you five times the money that you're leasing your land out to farmers to put these solar panels that we can't eat. I guess we'll be able to eat them one day. What would you do? I said, well, I'd probably be like everybody else, I, my ships come in. But see, he said, you ain't no better. No, 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 no. Don't, don't look at it that way. I understand what people are doing it for. But it also proves that money is a money is a god. Money is our god, man. If you could pay somebody, everybody has a price now. You know, y'all think I'm joking? I want y'all to pull a test next time y'all are at the Port of Iberia. Drop five dollars and let it blow by Craig Romero and see if Craig Romero don't chase it down and dive on it. It's 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 not right because these people, the federal government is forcing people to do something that nobody wants to do, but they dangling the money. They dangling the money to these people. So they go, they've been wanting to own, they own the medical. Obamacare took care of owning the doctors and everybody else. They own them. Okay? They they bail out the banks so many times so they can own the banks, the regulations. You know, all this ESG, which is absolutely over-the-top crazy. Over-the-top crazy that anybody jumps on this in America. I don't care if they do it in Russia, but in America. And so when I look up at this and I go, wow, I can't believe we are doing what we are doing. They are buying all the chemical plants. They buy, I'm not cutting the chemical. I'm telling you what's going on. You see, all these people are uh, stockholders. They got stockholders and people that want money back on their, uh, you know, they got, they got all this money coming in and it's stockholders. And people that invest, they want to know, why is my money going down? Why ain't I really into this investment? So what happens is they bring us to these people say, look, we're going to have to do this because the federal government going to force it. But here's the good news. They're going to give us money to do it. So the stockholders, they go back to the stockholders, hey, we're making y'all money. Stockholders don't care. They just don't care. So they're investing in something that's not true. It's not real this is, this is going to blow up in our face. And we're doing it on printed money and running up debt and running up inflation on the average person that we're getting crushed by. We're getting crushed. This, this, this thing that psycho bills going around telling everybody it's their infrastructure, but we're getting crushed. The price of the pump and the price of your food and everything else is skyrocketing. We used to have cheap energy and cheap food. We had cheap energy, oil, gas, natural gas, and coal. So much of it is five. and we're not hurting the environment. They've, they've changed all it up. Maybe 50, 100 years ago they did, but they're not hurting the environment. And they have nothing to do with global warming. There's no such thing, really. There's climate change. That's why they got that. That's why they, Social Security's broke, but they call it Social Security. Well, how secure is Social Security when you ain't got no money in it? Obama, the Affordable Care Act, the most unaffordable thing I've ever seen in my life, unless you're on Medicaid. Or you go to the government and they pay your bills. That's not affordable. That's hooking everybody in. That's what Medicaid is. The expansion of Medicaid. Oh, this president, I mean, it's this damn governor of ours who's going to make a lot of money on a Green New Deal. We just now wrap more people around government. Everything's government. So energy is going to be about the government because we bind into a lie. In Louisiana, they, look, they had a perfect storm for us. We were already last. We let a governor back in twice. He sold us out. This governor sold us out when it comes to crime, education, jobs, the Green New Deal. He sold this state out. And he going to be rich. And his buddies are making money. <coughs> I just don't want to lose no more. I'm tired of losing here. Why do we want to keep losing here? I don't understand that. So today, another article, another inflation wave may be coming as big government spending and high energy costs push price up. former White House economist said, high energy prices. Well we got, we got, we got solar panels all over Louisiana now. Why ain't it coming down? We're getting ready to have windmills. Let me tell you what I know about the Green New Deal. It's going to be expensive. We're not going to be able to afford it, and it's going to be rationing. Mark my word on those three things, because that's where we are. Inflation wave. Do anybody want another inflation wave? Really? You think we can keep affording the cost of groceries and all the things we're doing right now? Why don't they get a grip on it? But, boy, they're printing money. Let me tell you something else people don't realize. The left, and, and with the help of people like Psycho Bill Cassidy and people in Louisiana that keep buying into it and Bill Edwards, okay, they bought into a lie. And it's not going to, none of this stuff is going to lower the prices. The average person out there is having a problem struggling to buy, buy groceries and everything else. Medicine's going up, groceries going everything's skyrocketing. Don't y'all want to see that change? Well, I can tell you right now, billing windmills out in the Gulf is not going to change your prices going up. It's going to continue to be rationed. Imagine everything being electric right now. It's it's none of this makes sense. I got a piece I'm gonna play from that Hanson fella in the third hour of the program today. He really lays out a. It's about seven eight minutes long. I want to play it because it's really good. Don't miss it. If you're not going if your station's not carrying a program, just which they don't supposed to. Uh, you can go on the internet on the third hour. Moongraphon, listen live. Moongraphon listen live and, and check it out. You don't want to miss this. All right, one quick call. We we'll take a break. Jay and Eunice, Louisiana. How you doing, Jay? How you doing, Moon? How you doing, sir?
4: Couple couple of quick questions. How long before Biden blames this hurricane on global warming? And how, and how long before they find something wrong with the way DeSantis? Is going to respond
7: to it. Well, they did that before it got there. <laughs> they were already doing that before it got there <laughs> on the global warming. And, and I can promise you they were blaming DeSantis uh, uh, before. And by the way, he's been hit with three hurricanes. The only place in the United States of America has been hit with a hurricane in the last two years. You realize that? Only place. Uh, I know. Right, I know. Let me back up now. Maybe back up. They're all Calif- hyperventilated. Yeah, Cal- California got hit with a Cat One or a tropical storm, which, by the way, is is not normal, but it's not abnormal either. It's happened before many times. But no, you're right. They're gonna they're gonna start beating well, up the same. Of thing. course. Yeah. Yep. It's, yep, That's it's, all. It's our fault. We warm the planet because we're driving around in our cars and boats and having fun, and we shouldn't be doing that. So anyway, thank you, sir. We'll take a break. You're listening to the Moon Graffon Show. This is Bidenomics. So rapidly say. changing cybersecurity needs of your business, keeping you up at night. Our Convergence was founded by two honest men, respected and faithful Louisiana natives over 20 years ago. Their passion for excellence and service led to the growth one customer at a time and expanded to the entire Gulf Coast region. Our Convergence has established a long history of being trusted, cybersecurity, and advanced technology partners for large enterprise-grade companies, including universities, banks, healthcare providers. Convergence also offers the same level of expertise and service to small businesses with no IT staff, none. Give Convergence the chance to earn your business by calling them at 1-800-820-9695, 800-820-9695, or by visiting their website, iConvergence.com iConvergence.com. Let the professionals at iConvergence get you taken care of, and you're going to feel safe from the changing cybersecurity landscape.
0: The Louisiana Republican Party endorsed Liz Merle for Attorney General. That's no surprise. Liz is one of us, an eighth generation Louisianan, LSU Tiger, wife and mom with a concealed carry permit. She's Louisiana's Solicitor General. That means when Louisiana goes to court, we send Liz Merle to fight for us. Liz has defeated Joe Biden's lawyers time and again. When Biden came after our oil and gas jobs, Liz stopped them. She fought for the unborn at the US Supreme Court. During COVID, Liz stood for freedom. When a pastor was arrested for holding church service, Liz defended our rights to worship. She stood up for us, protected our freedoms, and she keeps criminals where they belong, in jail. Liz is our fighter. She will work nonstop to keep Louisiana safe, and free. For Attorney General, vote Liz Merle, Louisiana's fighter. Paid for by Safe and Free Louisiana, not authorized by any candidate or candidate's committee.
9: Y'all listener.
7: Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us. 844 766 6607. 97 State Sheds. 9,700 jobs in July. 9,700 more jobs gone in July. I don't think we've even gotten back up to uh, post COVID numbers yet. I mean, we were only state not really growing. Let's go to phone lines. New Iberia, Jessica. Jessica, welcome to the Moon Graffon Show.
5: Hey, good morning, Moon. How are you? Doing fine, Shad. Good to hear from you. Good. Hey, listen, I was calling about the Senate uh, 22 race. Uh Um, Last night, we had our uh, local forum. It was held by the uh, Chamber of Commerce. And um, I wasn't able to attend, but I was able to watch it live on Facebook. Uh But anyway... um, I was kind of on the fence. uh, Representative Migas is currently, he was never my state rep from where I live in New Iberia. He was, you know, out of the lines. Um, So I was on the fence about who to vote for. Um, I listen to your show daily. I like to hear your input, but I don't always agree. Okay. Um, sound like anyway. my w- Hey, you
7: sound uh, like my wife, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
5: You know, I mean, I, I just personally like to do my own research. Sure. That's um, and look at their voting record and things like that. Well, of course, Blake was one of my, you know, top picks. But in New Iberia, a lot of people know Mr. Andre as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's really known for the farming and him being a, a wrestler. But so anyway, I was listening to you, and, you know, it's so disheartening about the whole port situation with money bags, Craig Romero, okay? He has taken from us for way too long, okay? It's just time for him to do his job, create jobs for our kids, and stop filling his pockets. Another thing Jessica, can I stop you live. right there?
7: Can I stop right there? That, that has to come from the people in the community to say enough's enough. That, that really, in all fairness, that has to come from y'all. You've been a living area, you know it's enough's enough. See, he's big time, and he's with uh, Mr. U, if you call him. I don't know him. I never met him. But that's his candidate. I mean, that's his chosen candidate. That's who they're going with. That's what the system is Correct. trying to support.
5: Correct. And which is fine. I mean, everybody has their own opinion and things of you know, sure. it's totally fine. But the thing with uh money bags is that his family, the Romeros are just well known in Iberia Parish, okay? So sure. it's kind of like they think they're elite, that they're above everybody else. But let me tell you something. I am a middle class mother who was recently divorced, okay, single mom. And it's just so disgusting how the good old boys keep taking from us to fill their pockets. You know, I I mean, they need to be in there working hard for our children for a bright future. And after I watched the forum last night and I saw when Mr. Miguez was talking, just the uh, facial expressions of Mr. Hugh, I'm not sure who he had in the audience, but it was very rude. It was very uh, disrespectful. It was very unprofessional. And you can go and look at it for yourself. Um, and there has been word around town that Mr. Andre does not live in Senate District 22, which if that's the truth, I'm not sure how he can even qualify for this. Okay. I know there's ways around it, but it's all these big trial lawyers and, you know, elite people in Iberia Parish is supporting him. They know that he is starting off with a lie. Yeah. He is starting off well, with a lie. Jessica, he does not live let me tell
7: you in something. Senate
5: District 22.
7: Let me, let me tell you something. That's Once again, the choices y'all got to make. I'm, I think Mika would be one hell of a, a senator and we need a change like that. But money and the trial lawyers will control that guy. I don't know him, but they will control him. He's already admitted he's a good old boy network. But I want to go back to something you said about the good old boy network. The good old boy network and people that are involved in that are not worried about you. They're not worried about me. They ain't worried about your kids. What they're worried about is how much money they can put in their pocket. They're worried about their close friends to make sure they all become filthy filthy rich. That's the only thing the good old boy system has put out in all of Louisiana. I can go to Baton Rouge, Lafayette, Monroe. It's all over the place. They only give a rat's rear end about their money and their power. You gotta beat the good old boy networks candidate. If you don't beat him you are gonna get more of it.
5: Absolutely, but it, it still it baffles me that if this is true about his living situation, and they you know, why doesn't he run for a seat in his district? Is what I'm but, confused but, but about. Jessica, but Jessica, now-
7: the, the only thing you can do is file a lawsuit. To make him prove where he lives, if what you tell him is true, I never even heard that before.
5: Well, it's it's been all over the internet. I'm on a bunch of uh, conservative women pages sure. and things like that. Somebody and, needs to
7: sue uh, to stop him, or at least make sure he's in the district. The only way you're gonna get it. Uh, the only way you're gonna get it. Done. Hey, I but gotta so go, Jessica. To- I know, darling, but I gotta go because I got a, a time deal. Thank you, ma'am. We'll take a break.
10: trafficking, fentanyl, and warring cartels. Since Biden can't secure the border, Liz Merle will secure Louisiana as our next attorney general. She successfully fought and delayed the Biden administration's border policies and stopped the revolving door justice system. It's why DAs across the state and the Republican Attorneys General Association have endorsed Liz Merle. Trusted, conservative leadership. Liz Merle for attorney general.
5: Paid for by Liz
9: Merle for attorney general. Seventy percent of prison inmates read at a fourth-grade level or below. We can't cut crime without fixing our schools. Participation in early childhood education reduces criminal activity by 20 percent. Our schools are our first line of defense against crime. Bullying stops teaching and stops learning. One in five Louisiana high school students reports being bullied on school property. One out of six will skip school at least once in the next 30 days, scared for their safety. We lead the nation in percent of high school students who attempt suicide. As governor, I'll support counseling for the bully and the child being bullied. Violent repeat offenders will go to an alternative school that teaches the citizenship and character necessary to become a responsible citizen, or they'll just go to juvenile jail. Kids can't learn if we let our schools become minor league for the Department of Corrections.
7: Hunter Lundy, governor. Paid for by Lundy for Louisiana. Insanity doing the same thing again and again and expecting a different result. Louisiana's education system consistently ranks at the bottom. For years, we've had the same wrong answer, throw more money at the problem. But something is happening in other states. Parents are being empowered to pick a school that fits their child's need through education scholarship accounts. Parents in other states can choose where to spend their child's education dollars. Public school, private school, charter school, home school. You can learn more at a school that fits dot com at a school that fits It's obvious. This hour of the Moon Griffon Show is brought to you by Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management. Online at MatthewJames.com. show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607. Scott McKay, my special guest from the Hayrod, is back from a big brouhaha with the Freedom Caucus as well. Scott, how you doing? Up, oh, I got you. Scott, how you doing? Hey, how's it going? Man, doing great. Uh, I know you're just back in a big event last night in New Orleans. And uh, tell us a little bit about the Freedom Caucus. Y'all y'all have endorsed a bunch of candidates, too. And I got all the endorsements I want to share with people uh, as the days and weeks go by. So uh, just tell us a little bit about what went on. What are you trying to do? I know raising money in election year is always tough as well. Well, yeah, we're, we,
4: you know, we're, we're fighting that battle, but uh, last night we endorsed 37 candidates, seven in the Senate and 30 in the house. Um, we've been doing for the last three or four weeks, we've been doing candidate calls uh, in all of these races and we've uncovered some, absolutely terrific candidates that are different from a lot of the people that are in the legislature now. Um, And, you know, we're doing this to support the current members of the Freedom Caucus, uh, which got started in this year's legislative session uh, with, you know, a a pretty uh, small number of people, but, you know, the right folks. uh, And I think there's a good possibility of really filling the legislature up with like-minded people, principled conservatives who are, you know, not afraid to stand up for some some real significant reforms to catch Louisiana up to the rest of the the south.
7: Yeah, no doubt about it. So you when you when when you do a your endorsement, I guess the endorsement is to help them if you got money, you can raise money, you try to help them in as many ways as you possibly can, but uh, I, I,
4: yeah. So, we're going to do an enormous amount of messaging to help these guys. We're going to, you know, we're going to be doing some uh, independent expenditures in the districts uh, and, uh, you know, really getting the word out about, you know, our folks and, and the, the the issues and the principles that the Freedom Caucus stands
7: for. Do you have in front of you, because we ain't going to name them all. Uh, and you might, do you remember the senators? I know you said you got seven. Do you remember them right off the top of your head who the senators are? Because i not that they, the house members matter too just as much but i know on the senate side that's where the fight has been it seems like we lose all the time in the senate
4: yeah the senate is is you know i i call it a factory of sadness um is what the senate in louisiana is it's been awful for ever it's you know you're probably going to have uh 28 republicans out of 39 and it still isn't any good um, so we've endorsed wow. seven uh, candidates in the Senate uh, who we think are, are, are you know, change agents, people that, that can make things uh, a, a little better in that body and maybe change the ideological makeup, philosophical makeup of the Senate. None of them are current incumbents. Uh, and if you've got a couple seconds, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll let you know who they are. No, I do, I do uh, want you to got...
7: mention the senators that we know are going to be conservative that are going to help change the Senate. Yeah, Ray
4: Garofalo in District One. Uh uh Valerie Hodges in District Six. Steven Swiber in District Twenty One, who's running against uh uh Brad Allen's son, yeah. uh Blake Miguez in District twenty two, which would be a massive changeover from Fred Mills if if Blake won. Yeah, uh job. Alan Seabaugh in District thirty one. Adam Bass in District Thirty Six, who's running against a Republican incumbent that didn't live up to the promises of his uh, 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 of his campaign four years ago, and Randy Bush in District Thirty Seven, who's running against one of Clay Snyder's pals. Wow!
7: So that's the seven on the Senate side. We don't have enough time to do the House, but we will get back. And I got all the names. I just uh, I was just kind of curious because I wanted people to know that. The, the Conservative Caucus, the Freedom caucus, is, the Freedom caucus is trying to get involved to let people know the right candidates to vote for. You know, a lot of areas yeah. that you, you supported people were gigantic Donald Trump areas, and they need to come out. They're the ones, the seven you, you mentioned could make a big difference in the Senate if people would go out and vote for those. You have no chance voting for the other people changing what's going on in the state of Louisiana if we don't do something about the Senate.
4: Well, if you get if you if all seven of these guys can win, okay, it will make a majority to do conservative reform in Louisiana. I mean, you can get to twenty senators for big things like getting rid of the state income tax and doing money follows the child in education and and you know putting in place the kinds of things they have very little trouble passing in the Floridas and the Tennessees and the Texases of the world. So. Uh, You know, you've got a block of of Republican senators right now who really are there to bring projects back to their district and nothing else. And so basically what you're doing is you're feeding off the corpse of an economy that died a long time ago thanks to bad government policy. You know, the seven that we're endorsing are the people that are going to try to lead that private economy back to life uh, by doing The things that our neighbors have been killing us by doing, Uh, you know, you got Republicans in there that that really need a kick in the pants. I mean, if you'll remember, Moon, you know, you and I both railed about keeping the the constitutional spending caps in place in this uh, this past legislative session. And there wasn't a single there were three of them that at one point abstained from from the vote. But at the end of the day, all 39 senators voted to bust those caps. Uh, and that, therefore, we couldn't endorse a single uh, uh, incumbent in the Louisiana Senate, and so we're trying to fill the place up with, you know, people who can who can inspire some of the not awful ones to be better than not awful, to actually be good. And there's a few of them I think that want to, but the but the incentives in that body are so bad uh, yeah. that you know you just can't even be a good senator because it'll make you an outcast.
7: Yeah, and I, and that's the that's sad. But there are people running against those people that you mentioned that don't need to be in there. I don't care how much you like them, how good you think they are. They don't need to be in the Senate. They are not going to achieve what you think they're going to achieve just because you like them. You can't vote for people just because you like them anymore. You got to vote for people that really will make a difference. Well, I mean, you know and look, I think you're going to see
4: across the legislature, assuming that that Jeff Landry or even you know if if Stephen Wagesback or John Schroeder or, or somebody else gets elected, going to a Republican governor is going to make some of these terrible republican legislatures or uh, legislators all of a sudden good, yeah. but that to me is not good enough. I want people who are inherently good who inherently get it and who will actually do lead on legislation regardless of who the governor is because these other states have that and they're able to do great things in their legislatures compared to what we're capable of doing and you know just not getting anywhere and so you have to recharge this place you got to put new blood in uh and we've got a whole slate of folks that we think uh, you know, I, I get it, and will actually lead, and are and are interested in in making some real changes in this state.
7: Yeah, it's no doubt about it, and that's the purpose of the organization that was put together here is to to make yep. a difference in the state, and that's that's my only prayer is that we get enough of them in there to change what we've been doing. We, if we don't change out some of these people, or some or, or we allow some of these other people to get in, they're not going to do anything any different than the other people. And, and the thing about it is, you're right. We've had so many Republican senators, like Robert Mills, just let us down. Could you imagine having Alan Sebaugh in there instead of uh, Louis Bernard? been so much a big difference, that is, than, than having Bernard there and Alan Sebaugh. It's as big a difference as having Fred Mills in there versus uh, Blake Miguez. It's a gigantic difference Absolutely. for the state of Louisiana.
4: Yeah. No, I mean, I, and and there are, you know, I mean, I probably don't have time to get into the House, but there are like a host of these seats across both uh, houses of the legislature where, you you know, you look at who the outgoing incumbent is, whether they're termed out or if they're house running for Senate or whatever it might be. And then the people bubbling up to take that seat. And, you know, we've gone and we've done these candidate calls and we talked to these people and it is completely opposite. Uh, in terms of the mentality, in terms of the uh, you know the what they're willing to do um and and willing to just stand up But, yeah i'm for that i'm not going to hedge against it at all uh and I'm campaigning on that very issue you know, and we're getting these these responses in our in our calls and i it, you know i well, you and I have talked about this, I think there's a red wave brewing uh I think it's definitely palpable in the polling that's out there. I think the voters uh, are are you know, very serious about doing some real things that go around, but the neat thing is we're finding candidates who are willing to carry the ball. You didn't have that four years ago you know you, you you were backing the best people you could get, and they at the end of the day, they turned out a lot of them to be used car salesmen yeah. um and and so I think it's a different cycle. And we're, you know, like we're super excited about the folks that we've talked to and what we think this legislature could achieve if if things continue going the direction that they're going.
7: Yeah, Let me take a break. Scott McKay will come back. Scott, I do want to talk about uh, a little handiwork, a handwork, however you say his name. Uh, just a joke. And I'm glad you hit it. I hit it the <laughs> other day. You hit it. but <laughs> oh, guess, yeah. I, What a joke. What a joke. But anyway, we'll get to that in just a second. Scott McKay. Hey, Rob, we'll take a break. Be
8: right back. When politicians handcuff the police instead of criminals, we have a problem. This is Jeff Landry. As an experienced former police officer and sheriff's deputy, I will defend, not defund, our police. Serving as your attorney general, I've helped take hundreds of criminals off the street. I have seen the need for change, and I will lead. As your governor, I will reverse failed policies that are driving crime. Bring truth and transparency to criminal justice and help stop crime before it happens. To protect jobs and grow wages, we must have safety and security. Keeping kids out of crime starts with reforming our education system. The solution is not more liberal politics, but action. If you agree, join our campaign at JeffLandry.com. Together, we can make Louisiana great. Paid for by Landry for Louisiana.
0: Paid for by the Fleming Campaign.
11: The race for Louisiana State Treasurer hasn't received much attention, but the choices are simple. A big spending political insider rhino who voted in the legislature to bust every spending cat that had been set. Or a leftist Democrat who has taken dead aim at the essential oil and gas jobs in Louisiana or Dr. John Fleming, former Deputy Chief of Staff for President Trump, an outspoken conservative in Congress, successful businessman, a military veteran. Dr. Fleming's conservative credentials has earned him the endorsement of the Louisiana GOP, as well as numerous parish GOP endorsements. John Fleming's candidacy has also won the support of Congressman Mike Johnson, Clay Higgins, and even Congressman Jim Jordan. There's no doubt who the conservative Republican is in the race for Louisiana treasurer. Dr. John Fleming, tight-fisted with our tax dollars. Dr. John Fleming, Louisiana treasurer.
0: When the power goes.
7: Agman Show. Great to have you with us. Scott McKay, my special guest from our friends at the Hayrod. But I do want to mention J&J Exterminator. And of course, J&J Exterminating, as you know, is the only independent, only independent exterminator in the whole state of Louisiana. And guess what? A solid Louisiana company that works Louisiana people. And they have expanded in Texas. Don't blame them. They went right down I-20, folks, and spent it in Texas. But I'm just letting you know, J&J Exterminator wants your business. They want to work for your business. They don't let any stone uncovered trying to get you a business. They do commercial. They do residential. Termites, if you have a problem, if you're getting ready to buy a home or sell a home, you got to have a termite inspection. They do it all when it comes to the exterminating business. And guess what? Mr. Bobby John and them, they keep up with the current up-to-date stuff to make sure you don't have a bug problem. Do like I did. I got j and exterminated. You should, too. And they can cover every inch of the state of Louisiana, and in Texas, too. All righty, Scott McKay. All right, Scott, so the other day, uh, this former Democrat here, S- uh, Stephen Hanwork, he does a hop ed piece, and the media picks it up that he's leaving because of all the bad laws that we make on... LGBTQ, and then he makes comments like this state ain't safe for white women and blacks and LGBTQ, and he throws us under the bus. This is a guy that got helped get Edwards get elected, and he's also a guy that's he's married to another dude, a stud muffin, and the stud muffin got a great job in Michigan. <coughs> he left for the same reason everybody else left. He left for jobs, but he, right. he throws us under the bus like we, we are horrible people here. I just, and you, of course, have a piece our hey, Rod, that I think is pretty, pretty good. You went a little further because you mentioned Barney Frank. What do you think about this cat who, <laughs> for the lack of a better word? Well, look, Stephen Hanwork
4: was a, was a carpetbagger who, you know, came here because he got a job with uh, uh, the state Democrat Party. OK, I mean, he, you know, he, he's a, some transplant. He wasn't born here. He didn't know anything about Louisiana. So he comes here and he brings uh, left wing, wacko politics from the uh, eastern seaboard. Uh, and, you know, generally speaking, was a joke. They caught lightning in a bottle with Edwards basically because Republicans ate each other alive. Nothing to do with uh, him. And that was had it had to do with him. Yeah. It had no nothing doubt. to do with this guy. He never demonstrated any actual competence in what he did. Um, and then, you know, I, they proceed to run the state on, uh, into the ground for eight years so that I guess if you're, you know, a nurse or whatever and you move into management, uh, there are better jobs someplace else. Mm-hmm. Right. Even though we're spending more money per capita on health insurance and, and health care than practically anybody based on, uh, uh, what John Bell Edwards did to the Louisiana Department of Health. I guess that must have froze out the private health providers. And so nobody has money to hire, uh, uh, Mr. Studmuffin. Mm-hmm. And so he goes to Michigan. And somehow this is because of how we treat the alphabet people rather than it's a pure econ- economic um, Migration that's going on with this guy, which is where everybody else in Louisiana is who is moving, right? Is better job opportunities, better economic opportunities elsewhere, thanks to Democrat management of the state, right? So this whole thing is a big lie and a cover. I'm leaving Louisiana. It's like a plague of locusts coming through, stripping the trees, and then flying away. And that's what Stephen Hanwork is. But somehow it's because we don't like gay people enough that he has to leave.
7: No, but the thing about it is for him to leave out burning down the state and a state he's not even born in, that he came in as a political, uh, a political prostitute, to say the least. He comes in, then he leaves like he this is where he lived all his life. And he's leaving because of these bad LGBTQ bill uh, bills that were passed in a law, which wouldn't really too many of them. And yet, you know, you, you, this is a lie. But yet the media, the advocate, the devil's advocate, the news star, and the, and the Gannett, they pick it up as a, oh, my God, look at his story. And the whole thing mm-hmm. is made up. They left because of a job, because of, uh, of the, the marriage stud muffin. Meth. That's why they left. That's why they let be honest about it. I just want him to be honest about it. That's all and he's not being honest. What is the deal with Bonnie Frank? Because I, everybody knows about Bonnie Frank. Well,
4: it's a gay thing, right? Barney Frank was the first openly gay uh, guy in Congress, and he set up a PAC, which was like the Stonewall Democrats PAC or whatever it was. And Handwork was like the either the director of it or the, or the communications director of it. That's what he did before he got the job as the executive director of the state Democrat Party in Louisiana. OK, so I mean, like this whole thing is is he's like a militant, gay activist Democrat. And so he's got to see everything through that prism when he's actually leaving as an economic migrant. Um, but the one thing like I wrote in my piece, like there's a larger question here. And, and this is of a piece with like the daily cost has gone ballistic over the fact that Blake Miguez's bill is now a constitutional amendment. We get to vote on banning Zuckerbucks. Yeah. So the left is now looking at Louisiana as like something that they scrape off their shoe because we're actually doing, they're trying to do some conservative things. So they just, all they're gonna do is trash Louisiana. And it's like, you guys have had this state for eight years with John Bell Edwards and nobody's satisfied with how it goes. And so you can't even run a viable candidate for practically anything. And so it's like the people of Louisiana's fault that their management was a disaster. And that's what you see. And I just look at that. that, You know, I keep saying it. A red wave is coming because people are rejecting what they've done. And they don't like being rejected. So now you get Stephen Handwork, and you get the daily costs and you're going to see all kinds of more bad press about Louisiana in advance of the fact that we're going to go Republican and conservative this fall.
7: Yeah, Yeah, well, I just just saw that. And like I said, he's a guy that's been right there in front of me. He would never say hi to me. I never mentioned him mm-hmm. on the radio till now. I always said hi. And after, you know, if I, you know, Scott, if you walk by me two or three times, I'd say, hey, Scott. And I'll see you next time. Hey, Scott, how you doing? And you got to Well, Moon, Scott, you're obviously Scott, you, not Scott, his type. No, Scott, first of all, I'm <laughs> 6'5", number one. Number two is you would agree I'm pretty loud. I can't hear in one of my a- a ears. So I, yeah, I'm a little, I talk deep. And he was probably less than three feet away when I said hi. And he wouldn't. He wouldn't even. Wouldn't even bid me the time of day. Now he ain't got. I ain't got to be his right. type. But he, are, your courtesy. I'm gonna tell somebody <laughs> hi if they tell me hi. And I don't know. I don't care what religion they are. I don't care what sex they are. It doesn't bother me. I'm gonna say hey, how you doing? That's just me. Yeah. But he well, stuck his nose in the I, air, and he burnt the state down when he walked out in a state he's not even from. He's not even mm-hmm. from here. That's un- right. Unfreaking believable man. That's
4: that's what you get. That's, that's the level of goodwill that these people have.
7: Okay, last question. I believe after Labor Day, with five weeks to go to the election, you're going to see all the ads, everything's going to be hit. It's going to be they basically playing this down. I think in the race, uh, most people don't have money, so it's about a four- to five-week race. Am I wrong, right, or uh, what you think? No, I think,
4: I think I, I, everything but governor, I think you're going to start to see break late. Uh, but, you know, the one to really watch is Attorney General, right? Because nobody's had anything up, and the last poll that, that touched that race was like 82% undecided, right? Uh, but Liz is going on the air all over the state, and like that'll be a race to watch. That Okay, here, here are some late-breaking races that you start to see real quick development, almost like that hurricane that just hit Florida. Scott, Scott, um, I
7: gotta go because of time. Thank you, sir. We'll do it again a lot, I'm sure.
0: I'm Brandon Trostclair, a successful businessman from Gonzales, Louisiana. Did you know that Louisiana is the only state in the country where we can't audit our elections? As your next Secretary of State, we will be held accountable and transparent to the people of Louisiana and restore trust in our elections. Let's clean up our elections, Louisiana. Go to letsgobrandon.net to learn more. I'm Brandon
2: Trostclair, and I approve this message. That's not immune to facts. The Dan Bongino Show. And here on News Talk 96.5, KPEL.